right now, the world couldn't be more chaotic. History shows us what gold does when the world goes crazy. It goes up in value. Right now, we're in unprecedented times. The pandemic, the war in Ukraine, the devaluation of the U.S. dollar. Gold and other precious metals are a defense measure against the hyperinflation that's happening right now. So what can you do to protect yourself? This is what you do. Call my friend, Alan Johnson, at United Gold Group. He's dedicated to helping people secure their retirement income. He'll help you with gold, silver, and other precious metals and show you how to set up your own self-directed IRA. Safe and secure, United Gold Group makes gold ownership easy and affordable. There couldn't be a better time. Call now and get a Silver American Eagle proof set with a qualified IRA. Call 800-753-8534. Again, that's 800-753-8534 or visit unitedgoldgroup.com. I'm Clyde Lewis, and you're about to listen to a sample of today's Ground Zero show. If you'd like to hear the podcast in its entirety, sign up at aftermath.media. I'm Clyde Lewis, and this is Ground Zero. The number is to call tonight, 503-225-0860. It's 503-225-0860. Thank you for joining us tonight, and we have another great show on tap for you. It's going to be one of those shows where you have to get everybody gather around the radio, tell all your friends to listen, get yourself a hot pot of coffee going on, maybe pop some popcorn, bring in the tomatoes. It's time to listen to this. This is going to be a great show. I'm really excited for it. I'm starting to feel the chill. Are you? And what I mean by that is, is that uh, there's a time in the spring and there's a time at the end of summer where I go into buildings and I'm too cold because the air conditioning is still on. And it's not that, you know, I don't mind the air conditioning. It's just that I get chilled. I get the chills and I, I feel like I have to wear a, a hoodie and it's still kind of like 70 or 80 degrees outside, but coming into the building, it just, it just feels cold. And at the end of the night, you walk outside, it's about 62, maybe 50 degrees. And you're thinking, okay, we know what's happening. We know that the autumn is falling upon us. The clocks, we're going to have to turn the clocks back. And the sun's going to go down again at like 4.30 in the afternoon, and we're going to be in the darkness. We're always in the darkness when we do this program. Uh, But uh, sometimes, depending on where you are on the planet, uh, you're still in light as we start this program off. And then later, it gets darker and darker and darker. And soon, you know, you're stuck to your radios wondering what's going to happen next. You know, the Earth has always been a place that certainly, it's been controlled by gods and monsters. And as fall, as the autumn crispy air creeps in, we, we tend to think more about the monsters. We think about the titans, the giants, the, the, the monsters, the shape-shifting monsters of old. Lovecraft, H.P. Lovecraft called them the old ones, or the, some people call them the fallen ones. And it's a given that monsters usually come from the imaginations of those who create fairy tales. And these so-called tales of darkness have been watered down over the years. When the mother or father tells these stories or when children recall them, they are seldom aware that these stories were once based on the occult. And we now see them as harmless. However, you must know that they enforce timeless memory 
or memes, if you will. It generates memes of treachery. They, they remind us subliminally that there's an underworld. There's an underworld where all things corrupt occasionally rise to the occasion and appear as reminders that there is more than just the world we see. There's this underworld of or a shadow world or an upside down where monsters too horrible to comprehend exist. And as Shakespeare once said, and I, and I mentioned this the other night, as flies to wanton boys, so are we to the unknown powers of the universe. We are killed for the pleasure of the gods. We are someone else's property. The more we dig through ancient writings, we understand that Earlier man and the scribes of the Middle East believed in an active underworld. And the underworld, of course, would shake and quake and magma would come out and they'd say, oh, the gods are angry and, and the monsters are alive. And the more different interpretations we read, whether it be Bible or script or uh, Vedas, Upanishads, whatever you decide to read, the more we begin to understand the schism between the entities of divinity and profanity. And we understand that the so-called beginning of man or the creation was really a rebuilding and a reorganization of a world that had been destroyed and later claimed by different entities that needed some sort of slave race to rebuild. They were the builder race. The race of beings were called the builders. They were strong. They were titans. They were... They were considered giants. Some of them were considered monsters. I mean, these creatures were at the mercy of unknown gods. And many of the inhabitants feared them. And if you, if you read all the ancient writings and texts, it was forbidden to have knowledge because tampering or mocking these entities became a, a very dangerous game for humans. They were, according to scribes, the enemy of man and the wardens of the dead. They were the watchers. And these unknowns would tinker, come down, they would come down from space, they would tinker with the evolutionary process, they'd illuminate uh, certain people, giving them information, they would teach them new languages, they would show them mathematics, and then they would teach them how to build. And these beings were alien to the planet, were known to infiltrate and, and subdue the women, harm the children, and then the changes that followed were the, was actually the infiltration of these alien forms. And, of course, this put a lot of torment on mankind. And, and we often speculate about these beings as being ancient aliens. We've heard that term, right? Ancient aliens. And remember, though, they were called the Titans. Remember, their origins had been elusive, but their agendas were of record. And, and certainly, they, they had a technocratic mission, if you will. Uh, and what I mean by that is, that they always had a mission to bring new technologies and to build new buildings and to create these amazing edifices. And, and, and they had us do it with them. When you look at planet Earth and the relics of planet Earth, some of the most spectacular relics from bygone eras, constructions that seem to defy the technological capabilities of their time, either because they're too big, they're too heavy, or too complex. And as much as some suggest that the ancient builders of Egyptian pyramids and the Nazca lines and others were following an extraterrestrial instruction manual, perhaps the hands that crafted these sites weren't really of this world. And yes, the blueprints were handed down from some place higher than just humankind itself. It's compelling, really. It's a compelling proposal 
not only that aliens visited Earth, but aliens had an interaction with Earth a long time ago. And it's fun to speculate, really. It's fun to speculate about alien technology and how it's capable of constructing some of the, you know, many mysterious wonders found in, like on Easter Island or in Egypt or the Yucatan Peninsula, the stories of Atlantis, all these things. I mean, after all, humans are on the threshold of expanding our reach in space and the science of exobiology. We're studying the multiverse now. We're studying panpsychism. All these are new topics of discussion as the technocracy pushes us into the new paradigm. The power elite has some of the same attitudes as some of these titans of old to illuminate and to rebuild. Maybe there's a reason for them calling it Build Back Better because they're about to destroy and rebuild again and again and again. 503-225-0860. That's 503-225-0860. I'm Clyde Lewis. You're listening to Ground Zero. And we'll be back. You just listened to a segment of Ground Zero. If you'd like to hear previous shows along with having access to our online library and social media platform, sign up now at Aftermath.media. It's only $10 a month. And there's also yearly specials to fit your budget. Again, go to Aftermath.media. I'm Clyde Lewis, and thank you for supporting Ground Zero.